Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Mesh Survivors Ireland, initially set up by a medical negligence solicitor from Limerick, and since its inception in 2016, has escalated massively and is now the main Mesh support group in Ireland with 600 members. To discuss what this is all about, I'm joined by Catherine Cousins. Good morning to you, Catherine. Good morning, um how are you? Yeah, and good morning to Siobhan and Terry. Good morning, Siobhan. Good morning, uh, Alan. How are you? Not too bad at all. And good morning to you, Terry. Hi, Alan. Thanks very much for having us on. Good morning to you. Not at all. Now, Terry, I'm going to start with you because you're the coordinator of Mesh Survivors Ireland. Can you give me the background to what has been brewing over this uh, and uh, just explain it to us in detail why you're so concerned, please? Um, well, initially, I'd want to explain what mesh is. Um, mesh was put in um, in ladies for prolapse and incontinence, normally following childbirth. And um, it's a device, but it was called a tape, a ribbon, a hammock, or a sling. And um, it was put in to sort of support for incontinence and prolapse. Um, however, this is after going horribly wrong. It's after breaking up in the body. It's after... Um, migrating around the body it can cause all sorts of other illnesses and people aren't aware that they actually have it in them some people aren't aware that they have it in or they knew they got a device but they didn't understand it really so um what's happened then since then is we've been lobbying with Leinster house since 2017 over it because there's been um untold internal injuries done to people um over these and we were with the Iraq Committee last week, and what came from that was that the National Women's and Infancy Health Programme and the HSE don't actually still have any data based on it. Roughly, they're saying around 10,000 surgeries was done, with a complication rate of 10 to 12%. So that's over 1,000 people are affected with um, adverse reactions. Okay. All right, can I bring in Catherine? Catherine, can you tell me what issues you're having with mesh then? Can you share your own story with me, please, if you don't mind? Yeah, um, I have uh, a lot of back pain and leg pain. I have sciatica. Um, it's it's just debilitating, really, to be honest with you. Um, can't plan, couldn't plan one day from the next. All depends on what way you are when you get up in the morning. You could be great or you could be in bits. Uh, the same as if you were out in your garden trying to do a little bit. Um, might have to lie down then for about two days. My goodness. So, like, yeah. sometimes I just think, is it worth it? You know? But... Uh, can you, you have the, to try to sorry for keep living at you. the same time. Yeah, sorry for cutting across you there. Can you just give me the timeline when all this started off, please? When did it all start? Sorry, Alan, I can't hear you. You're okay. How, I, I just, I just speak a little bit louder. When did it all start for you? How long has it been going on? Oh, it's going on with years for me a long time ago. Um, like, I was just... Ignored, really, to be honest with you, because they um, they all, they told me it was in my head that I couldn't it couldn't possibly be anything wrong with that. I I never associated it with the mesh, um, not for a long, long time. Um, yeah. You know, I I was up and down to the hospital, and 
I was felt to make, I, they made me feel like as if I was a hypochondriac, that I had nothing else to be doing, only going down to Wexford to the hospital to, and wasting their time, right. you know? Can, can you but, describe? Um, can you describe what it's like? You know, the feeling wise, is it, is it very uncomfortable? You say that you're very you're, uncomfortable, very very painful. Um, I have constant pain in my back and down my leg. Um, you know, it, sitting down, thinking sitting down is comfortable, but when I'm in bad pain, I'm um, I have to lie down. I have to lie down. All right, look, I, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story with us. Siobhan is listening as well. Good morning to you, Siobhan, again. Good morning, Alan. Siobhan, can you share your story with me when well, you first, and, and why you needed to I, get the mesh in the first place and what's been happening well, to you since? It was stress urinary incontinence uh, following uh, multiple births. So, but I don't want to go too much into my own personal details, if okay. you don't mind. No, no, that's, up, that's your price. That's your choice. That's yeah, your preference. Yeah. Yeah. Suffice to say that... Uh, is uh, I lost years in my life until I got treatment. But I just need to emphasize, I actually got quite a shock this morning. I got a phone call this morning from a friend of mine and I actually found it quite scary because her daughter, who's a young woman, uh, was attending, now I'm not going to mention any hospitals or names or anything like that, was attending a hospital with stress urinary incontinence following uh, multiple births again. And her babies were quite big babies, so she was suffering with stress incontinence. So you can imagine a young person, uh, stress urinary incontinence, can't play with her children, can't run with her children. So she eventually just said, I can't take any more of this to the consultant that she was visiting. And they said to her, well, what you need now is a tape support measure, um, surgery. And I said, what? And she said, yes, that's what they offered her. And they're referring her to another hospital. So I sent her back. And this is solely because of the publicity that this girl twigged. Is that the same as the mesh? Mm. So I sent her back to ask the questions. Um, so the publicity that we're getting from the likes of Southeast Radio, all the news, all the other local radio stations, is getting the word out there that there are women out there who have problems and don't realize that it's meant that's causing the problems. Like, I had multiple allergy problems. My eyes, I was like, I was crying all the time. I rashes on my body. Um, like, it, which, oh, it was terrible, terrible. So there are lots of women out there who are being treated for other things but not for the cause. The cause is not... They've been treated for their symptoms, but not the cause. So this lady said to me, like, is that the same? Because I had been sharing on social media, my own social media, uh, all the things that are going on as regards MESH. So that was raising an awareness among my friends. What's she talking about? Like, what's, you know, what's the story? So when we meet them, they'd... The conversation would start. So we're all spreading our own bit of news and our own story. And that's where all the local radio stations become so important that you're spreading this story. And you've been very good, Alan. You've had um, it on a good few times. So it's really, really important that we get this out there and keep the pressure on uh, the government. 
Yeah, and, and I do have a recollection of uh, now that you've mentioned it of discussing this subject uh, also a while ago. But here we are now, and it's very much on the agenda because, of course, your first visit was to Leinster House in two thousand and seventeen. Can I can I just bring Terry back in there as well, Terry? Uh, do men do men get mesh implants too? Yeah, mesh get it for hernias and it's mostly sports people. You know when they're lifting weights or if you're doing a manual job or you know, um anything that can bring on a hernia and then it's a patch, it's the same polypropylene patch that's put in a bigger uh, circumference on it. Right. But that's what's normally put on hernias to stitch back in the mesh or the the mesh holds back in the hernia. So it's the same, like it grows in around the body, it's designed for the body to grow in around it, but what happens then is when it breaks up or when it do have complications, yeah. it's perforating organs, it's causing infection, it's sepsis, as you know with sepsis you could be dead in 24 hours um, if it's not attended to. Um, there's unlimited amounts of in, ill health right. that's associated mm -hmm. with these. Um, it's cutting off nerves, going to the legs, you know, like there's a whole different load, it can cause more hernias, hmm. um, and, but men specifically, they get it for hernia mesh, um, women get it for hernia mesh as well, but our one is for stress urinary incontinence, it's a tape, it's, a, it's for all the world, it'd be like um, just a string, but it goes in then, the way they put it in, they put it in, it's horrific, the way they put it in, and it's a blind surgery. They put it in with until they're in. So they don't even, can't see what they're going through, whether it's vascular, whether it's yeah. nerve damage, whether it's muscle damage, you know? All right. H have, you, have you got a response from the uh, HSE and the HPRA, please? What, have you been in contact with them? What is the reaction from them, please? Um, well, there's great. Now, I think the meeting last week in the Oireachtas was very positive. Um, there was a lot that came up that, as, as I said, um, the government, the Minister for Health thought that we had a translabial scanners, that they were up and running since the 1st of September. However, that's not the case. Um, when we were lobbying since 2017, it was actually for a translabial scanner. It's a specialist diagnostic yeah. or the scanning machine that can pick up mesh in the body. Um, so we got that in 2018, then COVID hit. So um, it was only up and running since last November, but only nine people has been scanned. And these came now at a cost of 1.3 million. And are people, um, are people still getting mesh, mesh implants or what's happening? No, it's paused at the moment. Paused, and only, right. Yeah, and it's only available really as a, a last known event. And that's when somebody is given full... Um, yeah explanation of what can and can't happen. You see, we had um, non-informed consent. Like, we were just told, come in, we have this thing that's going to fix you, go home, you'll be grand. Yeah. We were never, it was never explained to us all the side effects that these can hold. Right, I'm going to have to, I, yeah, I'm just going to have to leave because I'm going to revisit this story. We have another story on this tomorrow, so, so we'll follow up on this tomorrow on the programme. But I've got a message in from a listener to thank the three of you for coming on this morning. Uh, this lady goes on to say, I'm one of these women with this disgusting mesh and I'm in unbelievable pain. Have you now got a group, uh, I'll come back to you, uh, Catherine, have you now got a group where people can actually link in um, uh, 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 and, you know, 
be united. So in other words, the three of you are obviously singing off the, the one hymn sheet. Is there a group of people like my listener yeah. this morning who wants to call, who, who, who's very much delighted that you're on with me? Yes, we have a we have a group. It's um, Mesh Survivors Ireland. If you'd like to join us, yeah, just go onto Facebook and yeah, I hope she, she will, can uh, join the page there. Excellent. We're 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 delighted to be able to help them, them people that can't put us together. I'm wondering why they're so ill and mm. like as Terry said, like you know, we were it was just. Um, we were never told about the complications. We never, we were never told it was a mesh. We were never told anything about it. Just that there was a, a quick fix, and that we were going to be brilliant after it. But unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. All right, I leave the final word to you, Siobhan. What would you like to see happen next, please? Well, I would like. We're, we're awaiting the answers from um, the Department of Health and the read the figures and the operation of the scanners and the clinics. There's two mesh clinics, one in Dublin and one in Cork. Now, the one in Dublin hasn't functioned because there's supposed to be a part missing for the scanner. So, according to the National Women and Health Committee, these two centres are fully operational, which is not the case. So, we need those up and running, fully operational, with specialists. And we need specialists. If they're talking about that we must have the removal here, they, we need specialists. And these are specialists who are specially trained. It's very intricate surgery. It's like if you take out a suture the wrong way and the, the uh, stitch goes back into the tissue. So, it's very, very specialized surgery. So, in other countries, when this surgery is done, there's two surgeons. You have the urogynecological surgeon and you have either a plastic surgeon or an orthopedic surgeon. Yes. So we don't have that. If we have that expertise, they're not coming forward. So they need to be trained. Okay. The, the scanner that's in Cork was just used for training and then it hasn't been used anymore. So they want a designated person to operate that in Cork so, but that person hasn't been appointed yet they just had one day training right. now it's a very simple procedure it's a non-invasive procedure so and it can tell them exactly where the mesh is for from that then they can form a treatment plan for the person going forward so all of these things need to be according to uh, the Minister for Health it's supposed to be fully operational but it's not, that's not the case we know that's not the case. Women are looking for appointments. They, they, yeah. And two centres, like, okay, give us the centres. We also need medical cards for um, these women because the costs associated with this are horrendous between multiple ho- uh, ho- um, doctor visits, that's 50, 60 euro a pop, your prescriptions then, multiple uh, urinary tract infections, which a lot of the women suffer from. So uh, yeah. you're talking course of antibiotics. So yeah. then they're incontinence wear, which is very expensive. Okay. So there's a lot of added on costs and the, they're not autom- they should be automatically like other long-term illness um, benefits. All right. There shouldn't be an issue with medical cards. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.